0: This was a record-breaking awards season for the film industry, especially for Korean actress Yoon Yeo-jung, uh, culminating in this victory at the 93rd Academy Awards, winning the Best Supporting Actress Award for her role in the film Minari. Now, uh, Yoon has been pretty much dominating the awards season, winning um, the SAG Award as well as the BAFTA's, BAFTA previous to the Oscars, uh, Yoon uh, in her acceptance speech acknowledged the other candidates in the category saying we are all winners for different movies and said that perhaps she was just a little bit luckier than them at the time. So certainly a, a celebration of uh, Yoon's achievement, but we want to also talk broadly about uh, what was indeed achieved at the uh, Academy Awards and put it in some historical context as well this is um one of the uh, the big collaborations that uh, we've seen here on this program two giants of the cultural world uh, joining us here in the studio at the same time kim young dae pop cultural critic author of the bts the review uh thank you very much for joining us sir good morning and also joining us bernie Cho, president of dfsb collective uh thank you for joining us sir Always a pleasure. Right. Uh, This is like uh, LeBron and KD or (laughs) Bieber and BTS coming together. It's going to be great to get your thoughts on this. Um, uh, Let's start with um, Kim Young-dae. I know that you've been very busy. Uh, I I know that you were uh, up late at night also uh, broadcasting on this uh, uh, achievement. So it it certainly is um, a busy time for you. But you've you've talked about this probably and repeated a lot of the same points. But first of all, what was your uh, reaction overall?
1: Oh, definitely no surprise, and uh, it's kind of a relieving uh, feeling because I mean I've been predicting this, you know, her yeah, to win for yeah. um, for uh, several months, <laughs> so it kind of was kind of moments of relief. Uh, definitely no surprise, but still, as as a Korean, um, and a, as as a Korean, um, you know, who re- remember the moment back in the '80s as a kid, Kang um, Soo another great a- actress, won the Moscow International Film Festival and uh as as far as i remember that was the first moment that korean actress won the any like international yeah international type of yeah award. and uh the, more than a decade ago uh Do doyeon also won the uh can right yeah awards so this is a, for me this is a one one of those great moments as a korean um you know to to witness this historic achievement for korean actress to win win the award so yeah, it's kind of moving uh, moment for me personally. Mm. Uh, but a- as a professional, I think it's one of those kind of kind of leap, cultural leap. Mm. That well, people, well, many experts and uh, critics been talking about how great uh, Korean movies and Korean cinema, Korean pop culture in general uh, is. But you need that moment, that affirmation. Yeah, the affirmation. So this is it.
0: And it's funny because I heard all of you uh, pundits uh, uh, on the, uh, you know, various interview shows talking, 99%, this is, you know, (laughs) we're so confident. But uh, as you saw this, uh, Bernie, it still was not a guarantee because Mm -hmm. Steven Soderbergh produced this show and he switched everything up. Usually Best Picture is the final award given, but he switched it up because there was a potential for a real tender moment with the passing of the great Chadwick Boseman. And... I think most people had expected that he was going to win the Best Actor award. That did not happen. Anthony Hopkins got it. And, you know, congratulations to him. But he didn't even bother showing up to the <laughs> ceremonies. They had this, like, still, like, it was like some kind of, like, a Photoshop thing that they just put on there to end the, the whole thing. So, it kind of ended on a little bit of a, a whimper. But, um, I mean, your thoughts.
2: You know... Um Full disclosure: When I worked at MTV, you know, I, I went to all the award shows, yeah. and it was pretty much understood who was going to win what categories, right, right. and hence that's how you put right. together the lineup. You would figure that if you're going to switch up a tradition, which is the best picture, which you have is a
1: pretty good idea, of yeah, what's is, happen.
2: which is supposed to be at the yeah. end, and everyone goes home happy and is thinking, "Where's the after, after, after party?" But in this case, you know, it made sense, and I can't believe the producers of the show bit so big and yet so wrong. And it was just beyond anticlimactic. I mean, as it was, it was a very unusual show because of the choice of the venue. Again, the way they switched up the order. And, you know, I was kind of digging it because it was a different change of pace. But, you know, obviously when the best picture was announced before the end of the show, I was like, ooh, what, what do they got lined up? And yeah. then, I mean, it fell beyond flat. I mean, I was silent for all the wrong reasons literally silent right. like a lamb because I saw Anthony Hopkins
0: <laughs> nice, nice
1: there. just
2: you know his it almost looked like an inor, in uh, in memoriam tribute right. to right. Anthony Hopkins but you know credit where credits due um, Anthony Hopkins who was um, asleep at the time. In the UK, had no idea he had won. And when he found out, uh, he gave a very beautiful uh, speech um, video message on Instagram, which I thought was extremely fitting and extremely classy of him and in many ways was really a proper tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman
0: right and then that really is uh, there is a sense of sadness there but also obviously a sense of um euphoria and, and joy with Yunya jung's victory traditionally again if if you follow the history of the oscars the supporting actress actors are the first awards given mm-hmm. they did kind of switched that up as well and that would have been kind of an interesting kind of start the show off with a bang but I think they began with screenplay or something mm-hmm. some other award prior to that you saw the acceptance speech you saw her interactions with foreign media um, and, and there's a lot been made about that also here in Korean media how the foreign media has also been kind of very receptive and, and uh, uh, quite charmed by Yoon yeo how do you make how she has been able to handle this promotion circuit because that's also a very traditional part of this Yeah,
1: it's about. very interesting because last year at the Oscar Pong Juno and her uh, Sharon translator Cho. yeah. Sharon, Sharon Choi were <laughs> yeah, the spotlight actually well not just on the show but the whole th- throughout the whole like uh, Oscar campaign but this year the same thing happened but for a very different reason I mean uh, where honestly I think the Oscar and the pop culture in general in the US like like Grammys and BBMAs another show they, uh, they understand they have a um, lack of you know narrative like star power like issue, big issues that like boom this whole thing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So I think they they're wise. I mean, they're really like you know commercially aware um, the U.S. industry. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they've been using this this whole narrative of Minari, you know, first Korean actress to possibly win the award and uh, her her wit you know um some some media called her English broken English but I I, I I don't agree with that anyway um so yeah they just wisely used this momentum and uh, union Jung definitely uh utilized this this opportunity as for um for uh, getting attention uh, and you know adding all the attention to the Korean cinema and a Korean uh Korean actress as well so well Normal land is suffered the great uh, movie and uh, Anthony Hopkins like you said um it's uh it's another uh, movie that has a great acting Anthony Hopkins but for this uh, Oscar award you know it's all all about Yoon Yuh-jung you know what what would she say you yeah. know at the acceptance speech and so everyone's hoping that she will win you know only for that reason too so i mean she handled really well and the acceptance speech is full of like you know, wisdom yeah. of, of life, and uh, it's it, it, almost like a kind of condensed narrative of her, her life as an actress, as a Korean woman who raised uh, two kids, you know, as a mother. Um, so it's, it's a beautiful speech, and uh, I think uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful moment for um, revealing how, um, you know, Korean female and actress are, um, you know, so, so valuable in, in this industry.
0: I think uh, you made a great point last night about how it's not really about English fluency, like, oh, these $5 no. vocabulary words and being so smart and, and uh, using all this difficult language. It's about how eloquent you are in expressing right. yourself. That it, is the real key. It's not about what kind of um, you know, level your English is.
1: Yeah, I mean, media is talking about her English skill, but it's not skill. It's personality. Yeah. It's, the personality is just naturally flowing through right. the, the, the English, the language. That being said,
0: with foreign media, and I, I, it was the same time we keep talking about that one uh, anecdote when um, Tiger JK was told to dance, the, the horse dance during the Psy crazes, they kept asking her about, oh, what's it like with Brad Pitt? What did she smell like? <laughs> and, it, you know, she did come back with it. I'm not a dog. I'm not going to smell. But, you know, it's, it's things like that. You kind of still wonder, like, with, you know, how the perception of Korea is, yeah, maybe it, it's gotten better. But still, there's still a lot of ignorance out there.
2: Well, I think uh, in this case, I think it was less about ignorance, and I think it was more journalists just awkwardly trying to be as funny as her. And I think a lot of these sort of kind of quasi-witty moments, some worked and some just absolutely fell flat on their face. I mean, I think for a lot of people, I think um, one of the hidden heroes of Minari and particularly with Yoon Yo jungs victory is the movie studio behind this movie, A24. Um, You know, they had hit a home run years ago with Moonlight, which was a very obscure art house movie.
0: And get it, another fiasco of an ending when they gave that out to La La Land initially, right? Right. Exactly. So, but the thing was, is that with A24, you
2: know, when I'd heard that they were behind this movie, I thought, ooh, they have a shot at, at going places because they had a track record. You know, Moonlight was a movie when it first got released. No one thought was going to be a contender, but by the end of the Oscar season, it was a heavyweight. And so them putting that experience and expertise behind Minari, I think was, I, I watched the, the lobbying campaign and it was paced incredibly well from when the moment was re- the movie was released to the types of talk shows and interviews that they were sort of pushing all the different, um, you know, be it the directors, the producers, the actors, the actresses. And, you know, I, <clears throat> I think the buildup that they had for Yoon Zhang jung the pacing was just right. And um, and I think for a lot of uh, foreign media and for Yoon Zhang jung basically was not just known for her acting, but for her wit. I mean, at the BAFTAs, you know, that is a yeah. very prim and proper award show. Very and speak. yet she figured out a way to just get people busting up laughing. And... Mm-hmm. It's hard to top the BAFTAs, but she did it. And look, let's face it. If you're any warm-blooded female on this planet and you have Brad Pitt five (laughs) meters (laughs) away from you... She had the audacity to publicly troll him, and that was just absolutely awesome. Now, obviously, once people found out why, because of the backstory that (laughs) Brad Pitt was an executive producer, it all made sense. But for those who didn't know, they're like, wow, she went there, and it was an awesome moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, speaking of Brad Pitt, uh, Yoon jung is uh, kind of flirting with him and also becoming a kind of savage you yeah, know yeah, mom yeah. grew really at the, the same, same time, time.
0: <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty funny to see and and it, it just kind of indicated she wasn't starstruck by the moment itself and she was really present there uh again i think a great point that you made is that this isn't necessarily the definitive work of her story career mm, this wasn't no. her absolute best performance but it was the performance that brought her mm-hmm. greatness to the entire world it's like um, like Chu Yunba. We all love those old Chu Yunba <laughs> movies, right? Like Hard Boiled and, and all right. that, or or Jet Li, like Shaolin Temple. But for the American audience, it was like Romeo Must Die, or that uh, movie with Chu King and Die, or something. And right. so they're seeing a more watered down version, and maybe this mm-hmm. is the case. But at the same time, the achievement is still something that can't be yeah, denied. Yeah, I'm
1: really glad because, I mean, it's, it's the same situation uh, for the Dynamite of BTS. Dynamite maybe is not the best songs, but it's widely recognized. And Yunya Zhang, Minari's performance is not probably. Probably not her best one, but still, you know, recognizable. I think it's, it tells a lot because, I mean, it really means that Korean, you know, this this whole like um, popular culture and soft power is really, really great. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, the, it's itself it, to be recognized by any international show, international, you know, awards. So, yeah, I'm, as a Korean, I'm definitely really proud and, and it really paved the way for... Yeah. Um, upcoming movies and you know stars and that we, we know or we do not know yet. So Bernie
0: I also want you to um, give us some analysis because as Asian not just from the Korean perspective but as Asian Americans there has really been a significant sort of shift to where um, I think uh, it won't be talked about as much in Korea but Chloe Zhao winning best director is is a huge achievement and um, what what she was able to achieve, obviously what Lee Sak-Tung was able to achieve, uh, in terms of Asian representation in film, and we saw greater diversity with, with blacks as well uh, at, at the ceremonies, do you think we are kind of slowly shifting into a way that's, um, I know people like using the word more woke, but I mean, <laughs> are we moving in a better direction?
2: Oh, Henry, you're way too hip for me these days. Um, <laughs> I would probably say, look, um, and if we just looked across the board in terms of who the winners were this year, the fact that we had three Asian Asian American winners at the uh, Academy Awards is absolutely huge. We can't forget her. She's a Filipina African American, mm-hmm. and she took home the prize for the um, best song in a movie. And so, just that accomplishment alone, and they also happen to be women. So, if you're counting Hmm. diversity, inclusivity, it was a good year. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, and um, so, you know, I think that uh, this is only the beginning, and I think particularly with this director, I think this was a very awkward way to introduce her to mainstream America because she is helmed the next big Marvel. The Eternals. The yeah, Eternals. Really looking forward to that. And I yeah. think, I always thought that that was going to be the movie that was going to make her household name, not this one, but... Nomadland. It, but now everyone yeah. knows who she is. And so I think when The Eternals comes out, and, you know, again, we might not, we might not, we may have another proud Korea moment with uh, Ma Dong-suk, yeah. a.k.a. Don Lee, <laughs> you know, um, sharing the spotlight with... Uh, The former Mrs. Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. But I think um, the fact that uh, not just Asian, but Asian American Mm -hmm. stories have been validated as being compelling and more importantly, worthy of critical and commercial attention, uh, I think is not just a, a, a baby step, but really a huge step forward.
0: Yeah funny anecdote it has nothing to do with it but i was when i was single i, I lived in yoksangdong you know small office town, and then there was a gym next where so i joined the gym and i was just working out and, and, and we the,
2: can we can tell
0: no, no okay. but <laughs> but the owner of the gym came up to me and and said hey you know i'm the owner of the gym you know if you need any help I'm, you know, I'm going to train you and i was like i don't want no training right and then i see him later he's training celebrity he trained um, danny from god Aww. Later on, I found out that guy, that owner of that gym was Ma dong This was before he got into the movies when he was a celebrity trainer. And then he blew up into this big house on name. I was like, maybe I should have gotten that training lesson from him. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> kept in touch. Uh, final points on um, the Yoon Ye-jung historic victory. Because again, it, the point was being made. It was part of the acceptance speech. But I think people forget the human achievement of this, not just the artistic achievement. Uh, from someone um, married to a celebrity, almost like a kind of Brangelina type of couple back in the old days, Going through a painful divorce, and you can imagine back in that era how tough it was for the kids. Mm -hmm. Where the perception, especially with celebrity couples and all the gossiping going on, having to go back into the industry to work, being turned down from roles because maybe pressure from the husband's side about, uh, you know, certain things like that. And going up through those 20 years to be able to achieve this, it really isn't just an artistic achievement, but it really
1: is a human achievement. Yeah, definitely. I mean I still remember the days I mean she just came back from uh from long years of um, absence after the divorce you know from and uh, she came back from the United States yeah. and the first feature on the sarangiimogile I think the drama and uh, people still talk about it that the divorce unfairly you know scrutinize her uh, for for that you know personal issues and uh, and uh, all years you know the past and uh, she's become uh you know, greatest actor on the planet. I mean, for this Korean-American movies, you know, directed by Korean-American directors, yeah. uh, uh, you know, um, acting Korean grandma. And it's, it's everything, everything surrounding this movie, you know, uh, is so historic. And uh, for, for her, definitely, it's, uh, it's not just, well, I, I really loved her um, talking about, you know, I, I, she doesn't want to talk about it is whether it's the best moment for her you know there's no best you know there's some some good moments but not best i think it it really tells a lot in terms
0: of your main takeaways obviously there's the historic aspect of this but it was also historic in the sense that this is a post-covid oscar award ceremony steven Soderbergh directing this is also kind of a big thing in and of itself where do you think the future of this lies i know there's an emergence of netflix and all these other kind of issues that are at play here right
2: well i think one of the things that uh i think the Academy Awards was able to tackle and wrestle, uh, wrestle very um, eloquently is this uh, issue of diversity and inclusivity. Um, and for some reason this year, uh, no one was complaining about the representation, which I thought was, was, was great. So at least they have one huge elephant out of the room. A lot of people complained about the venue. It wasn't done in some glitzy, glamorous uh, arena or amphitheater. Yeah. It was Union Station. And, you know, I've been to Union yeah. Station. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember that being there.
0: Yeah, It's not like Grand Central where you think of no. this iconic kind of building, yeah. right? Yeah. But
2: I thought the choice of venue was very interesting. Um, and then, you know, <clears throat> this year was really, um, I thought it was entertaining, even though people complained it was too long, was sort of the offstage kind of spontaneous, serendipitous moments that have gone viral. I know a lot of people were complaining that this was the lowest rated Oscars of all time or whatever. But the reality is, is that if we count how many of the speeches and the moments went viral, I think it was probably Mm. one of the Mm. most viewed. And so I think that um, there's definitely going to be a lot of takeaways in terms of what was done right. And more importantly, what could be worked on and and better. But, um, you know, post-COVID, there is no normal anymore. Mm. And so this was a bold, perhaps a little bit of an awkward attempt to go in a new direction, but I liked it.
0: Yeah, I think we all enjoyed it. Obviously, uh, we as uh, Koreans and, and the historic win by Yin Young also kind of uh, will remember this uh, for a very, very long time. Bernie, thank you very much. We'll talk to you on Friday for more hot takes. Oh, my God. that's just Thank you so much for joining (laughs) us as well. Uh, We are going to be uh, taking another short break. Uh, We're going to be coming back in part four of the program. We've got NK now as well as a look at the economy with uh, economic uh, tutor. So uh, stay tuned for all that. Taking us there is our final check of traffic and weather.